Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. I do want to remind you about our other podcast. In particular, I'm focusing on the video version of this podcast. Go to videotheater.greatdetectives.net. Twice a month, we'll post a different uh, either TV show or movie. Right now, we've been uh, playing the uh, Dick Tracy movies from the 1940s. And uh, we'll also be playing uh, episodes of the 1950s TV show, Code 3. So for some great public domain uh, video entertainment, check out videotheater.greatdetectives.net. Of course, we still have uh, The Amazing World of Radio over at amazing.greatdetectives.net. Featuring all the uh, various series that we've done there, as well as our World War II series, The War, thewar.greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Dick Tracy, and we are going forward a large number of years. Uh, nearly eight. Dick Tracy continued as a serial until April of 1939, when it became a weekly half-hour program. And then it ended in September of 1939 over NBC. However, it was revived uh, in 1943 with uh, Matt Crowley as Tracy. And Dick Tracy aired as a serial from 1943 to 48. There are scattered episodes from that serial run, but what we're going to be playing for you today is a half-hour series of self-contained stories. This aired uh, concurrently with the serialized version from October of 1945 until June of 1946. And we have a total of two episodes from this run. The first one, the one we'll play for you today, originally aired January 19th, 1946, and the title is The Case of the Dark Corridor. America's best-known candy presents America's best-known detective... Just a moment! Just a moment, old boy! What is all this? Why, this is the new Dick Tracy show. Dick Tracy? America's favorite detective? Right you are, presented by Tootsie Rolls, that favorite American candy. Dead man! And Tootsie Rolls, too. That sounds exciting. It is, Mr. Flintheart. It is. Well, then, let's get on with it. Tonight's story, The Case of the Dark Corridor. Our story begins on a cold, rainy night at 11.30 in Big Alonzo's taxi cab. Why, Mr. Flint Hart, I could have picked up a dozen fares whilst I was waiting for you and Snowflake. I could have. Could you be good fella? Could you? Yeah, I'm just loyal, I am. Look at that there dame standing on the next corner getting soaking wet. Just look at... 
Well, she would be happy if I was to stop and pick her up. She'd be... Tell me, she is getting wet, isn't she? Vitamins? Uh, Alonzo, stop the cab. What? You heard what she said. Stop the cab. Okay, so I'll stop. I'll stop. Call her, Vitamin. We'll take her where she wants to go. Yes, without a walk. Young lady. I say, young lady. Did you call me? I hope you won't mind. But we noticed you standing there on the corner, and it's raining so hard. And there ain't many empty cabs cruising around. May we, uh, take you where you want to go? Want to go? But I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, my dear girl, you must know. Where do you live? I don't know. I don't remember anything. Look so lately, dear. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, we must do something. Dear, dear, don't stand there in the rain. Get into the cab. Get into the car. Oh. Shall we do something? Quite evident that this young woman is suffering from loss of memory. Oh, I, I won't go back. No. No, I, I won't go back. Go back where? Oh, I don't know. I, I just know I mustn't go back. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Don't wake me, love. Let's not waste any more time. This is a matter for Dick Stacy to cope with. Alonso, police headquarters, and hurry. <laughs> I've been sitting in your office for two hours now, Mr. Tracy, while your police have been searching the city. Have you found her, my patient? No. In the kitchen. Now, look here, Mr. Uh, Doctor Frantic, please. Doctor before Frantic of Red Hill Sanitarium, if you please, Mr. Tracy. Well, Dr. Frantic, if you and your staff at your sanitarium had been more careful, your patient would never have run away. How dare you cast a search at my staff and myself? I insist that you apologize at me at once. Do you hear? What for? Apologize for your mistakes? Now just settle down, Frantic, and wait. That's all we can do right now. Oh, you can have another description of my patient and Nisa broadcast so that your thick-headed police will be at least... Hey, old man, I'm glad we found you here. All right, Alonzo. Bring her in. Okay, come on, lady. Right through the door, right through. No one ain't gonna hurt you. All right. I'll go in. What is it? Oh, Anne! Anne! No! No, please! I, I don't want to go back there, please! Is this your patient, Anne? Oh, you, Dr. Fanny? Yes, yes. Please allow me to handle this. Now, oh. now, my child, quiet. Relax. She doesn't want to go back to your sanitarium. Why, Mr. Tracy, you don't understand these cases. She doesn't know what she wants. You want to come back, don't you, Anne? Don't you, my dear? Oh, yes, Uncle. Yes, please take me back. Of course, my dear girl. Now, say good night, my dear. And thank everyone. Good night. Thank you. Come, Anne, come. We must hurry back to Red Hills. Yes, Uncle. I'm coming. Oh, oh, I, I forgot. Forgot what? She cannot get a train back to Red Hills for two hours. Uh, I got a cab, I got. Would you like I should drive you back, would you? Oh, that would be ideal. 
Thank you. Don't thank me. I'll just keep the meter running. Oh, come on. Yeah. Move the door, my dear. May I thank you all again for your invaluable assistance. Good night. Kindly, old fellow, isn't it? The way he was able to quiet her. Isn't he just wonderful? Such strange, fascinating eyes. Uh, What's the matter, Tracy? I almost wish you hadn't found that girl. Have you been able to get away? But I don't understand, old man. She's obviously in need of some sort of treatment, is she? But you saw her. You saw how hysterical she was. I'm wondering, Snowflake, if the hysteria isn't being induced. God, man, you mean Dr. Uh, whatever his name is might be causing it? Yes. But God, you fool through. The man is a doctor, isn't he? He does. That's another point I'd like to clear up. I'm not sure. Tracy. But what possible reason could he have? That, Snowflake, is something I'm going to find out. Oh. 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 Hello. Windhoff. Mr. Flinthorn, I am Big Alonzo. Who are you now? And did you call me at 2.30 in the morning to tell me that? Look, Flinthorn, don't get yourself in an uproar, don't get yourself. I am trying to find Mr. Tracy, and I can't do it. I'm trying everywhere. The department is yours everywhere. And why, me good man, must you find Tracy at this unearthly hour? It's about that there dark planet. If you don't remember, I am driving him out to his sanitarium I'm driving just. That what Tracy said. The way he's talking to that there girl we found, like as if he was messing with the evil eyes. Well, I say, Alonzo, what will you do if you can't find Tracy? I don't know. Well, me good fellow, I do know. Be here in ten minutes. I'm going out to that sanitarium myself. You? Yes, my dear Alonzo. That's what Tracy would expect me to do. After all, there is such a thing as duty when it beckons. Don't you think I ought to... Alonzo, I'll meet you outside my hotel in ten minutes. And you'd better be there. This is Tracy. Sorry to get you up at this hour, but I'm back at the office. Checking on that Dr. Frantic. He's a quack. He practiced medicine out west for several years without a license. Then when the police caught up with him, they vanished. That's right. Now, look. I want you to get dressed and come down to the office. Yes. Wait here till you get a call from me. Because right now, I'm going out to Frantic Sanitarium. <laughs> Vitamin, what will you do when we get there? I'll leave that to the inspiration of the moment. Don't worry me, Dove. I'm with you. You know, Vitamin, the more I think of Dr. Frantic, the more frightened I become. Those eyes of his. Hey, uh, yes, Miss Dear. Penetrating. What's this? Ah, but never fear me, love. I, Vitamin Flintheart, will know how to conduct myself. 
Remember, Miss Sweet, I've watched Tracy do it many times. Yes, but I don't... Ah, he'll be proud of me. Well done, Flintheart, he'll say with his jaw. We're getting close now to this again. I will? So much the better. I shall go into action soon, Snowflake. You'll see you're the sort of man you married, Miss Sweet. Yeah, I'm still worried. So am I, Snowflake. I don't like this here business at all. Vitamin, there's still time to turn back, you know. Turn back? What do you take me for, Ab? The question is, Mr. Flintheart, it's what this here evil eye doc will take us for. I hope it ain't gonna be the worst, I hope. What is that? Why did you stop? Oh, because we're here, we are. Is, is that the sanitarium? That is it. That's where I brung them. Well, let's go, if we're going. Hey? Yes, go. <coughs> Come, me love. Vitamin, that gloomy old house. It looks almost haunted. Yes. Head back amongst those twisted old trees. It is weird. Weird. That's what it is. Strictly weird. Hey, there's a light on in that little corner window. See? Someone is still awake somewhere. Good. Oh, I wish Tracy were here. Stand here just in time. Um, there's not the reason why. There's but to do or die. Into the valley of death. Mr. Flintheart, I wish you hadn't said that. Yes, ma'am. So do I. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, is the intermission. And, uh, frankly, I can't think of a better time to... Pause, we say. Take stock. Consider the moment. Boy, you really stuck your neck out this time, Mr. Flintheart. My neck? Don't say that, ladies. Well, you're stepping in Dick Tracy's shoes, trying to solve this case all by yourself, aren't you? Well, uh, it seemed like a perfectly logical idea at the time, already. Okay, then, don't let me stop you. Just take along a handful of these big nickel-sized Tootsie Rolls. They'll give you an energy lift. Put pep in your steps. Make a new man of you. Courage, Flintheart. Remember, that Tootsie Roll is a candy treat that can't be beat. It's so chewy, so chocolatey, so delicious. It will really tickle your taster. Good, Riddy. You've given me new confidence. New confidence. Why, sure, Mr. Flintheart. Everybody has confidence in Tootsie Rolls. Why, they're an all-American favorite from coast to coast. With little folks and big folks, too. You simply can't lose when you choose Tootsie Rolls. Uh, here, have another big nickel-sized Tootsie Roll. Now, brace yourself, Mr. Flintheart. We're going back to Dick Tracy and the case of the Dark Corridor. Why was it necessary to go to the police? My dear Miss Phobia, I thought that would be the quickest way to find her. It was stupid and dangerous. So that is all. I do not wish to hear any more on the subject. The girl is sick. I have nothing to worry about. 
What did you say to the police? Oh, I told them merely that my patient uh, uh, had escaped from my institution. I asked their cooperation in finding her. Uh, Mr. Tracy was in Tracy? Ha- you spoke? Yes. You know about this Tracy, Doctor? Should I know about him? He's the cleverest and the smartest detective in the country. Oh, my dear Miss Phobia, either you overestimate Mr. Tracy's abilities or you underestimate mine. I assure you, I am a match for him. If he thinks something is wrong, he won't... Oh, enough! I will know how to manage Mr. Tracy if and when the time comes. I hope so. It's the difference between 200,000 of the girl's money and a long stretch up the river. Oh, the door. Someone's at the door. Mm, at this hour? What do we do? Oh, we'll answer it, of course. Go. I knew this was going to happen. Yes? Hey, uh, a good woman. Uh, we should like to speak to uh, Dr. Frantic. I'm sorry, but Dr. Frantic has gone to bed. Would you be so kind as to come back tomorrow? We must see him tonight. It's about the young girl whom we found. Oh, I see. But must it be right now? It's nearly three o'clock in the morning. Well, I... Uh... Oh, so what? Tell the doc it's very important, so. Oh, well, come in. Hey, uh, thank you. Well, please wait here. I'll see if Dr. Frantic will talk to you. Was it the police? I don't know. It's two men and a woman. The little man is obviously a cab driver. Mm, a little man, huh? Probably the man who brought me back here. I wonder what he knows. I don't like it. It looks like a trap. You think they're from the police? We should have done away with the girl as I suggested. You have all our oh, money. Don't forget, my dear, my record. The police would begin an investigation, and then what chance would I have to make... We could have been out of the country by then. Oh, there is no time for speculation now. Now, we must act. If those people came here for trouble... They have come to the right place. I will see them. Come. Oh, uh, Dr. Frederick. Uh, my assistant informs me that you wish to speak to me. Well, uh, <coughs> Dr. Frederick, it's about that girl. What about that girl? Well, we think, Dr. Frederick, that you, uh, well... Oh, we think everything ain't strictly on the up and up with her, we think. <coughs> We're going to take her back to the city with us. You are, uh, what? We are taking her back with us. Uh, I see. And uh, you have a, a court order to remove her from my institution, have you not? Court order? The girl is in no condition to be taken away. I'm her doctor. We don't believe it. We want to take that girl away from here. Away from you. We're not going to wait for a court order, my dear doctor. Yeah, like he says, we ain't going to wait. Hmm. Well, if you wish to suffer the consequences of your act... We'll take our chance. Very well. Follow me, please. I will take you to her. Go through this door, please. Come, my dear. Come, Malandro. Right, wait. <laughs> I got them. I got them. <laughs> you are wasting your breath, my friend. No one can hear you. What do we do now, Doctor? Now we shall give our inquisitor friends a dose of the nerve gas. We will destroy their wills and their memories. 
Turn it on, Miss Phobia. Yes, Doctor. There. I've turned it on. Good. In an hour, I will talk to them. I will impress on their minds that they have never been here. That they have never seen the girl. And if that doesn't work, remember your nerve gas is still in an experimental stage. If that doesn't work, then we will find a more efficient method. We will kill them. <laughs> Sitting there with stupid expressions on their faces. <laughs> They're completely under my power now. Get started. We haven't too much time. Yes, right. You. Yes, Doctor. Yes, Doctor. You have never been here. Yes, Doctor. I have never been. You will remember nothing of what has occurred tonight. Nothing. Remember, nothing, Doctor. Nothing. Good. Now the woman. You. Yes, Doctor. Yes. You will wipe tonight's happenings completely from your memory. Completely from my memory. Yes, Doctor. You'll be all right now. Now the cab driver. You. Yes, Doctor. You have never been to Rest Hill Sanitarium. The fare was 765 to Rest Hill. 765. Doctor, he still remembers. He's not completely under. Ah, wait. This has never happened before. Your mind is a blank. You can't remember. I can't forget. 765. Who's going to pay the cap? I ain't in a hacking business for my health, I mean. The gas is no good. He hasn't forgotten. Ah, I'll try again. First, I can achieve it by hypnosis. You know the effect is only temporary. We've got to get rid of them. All three. The girl, too. Oh, the door. Someone else. Quick, come. Lock them in. I'll attend to them later. Yes, but now you will do it my way. Yes? I'm Dick Tracy of the police. Oh, the police? Oh, come in, come in, please. Thank you. What is it, Miss Phobia? Oh, Mr. Tracy. I have a warrant for your arrest, Mr. Frantic. Arrest? <laughs> Surely there must be some mistake, Mr. Tracy. There's been no mistake. I'm arresting you for practicing medicine without a license. I'll find other charges later. Right now, I want you to get that girl amnesia and come with me to police headquarters. Yeah, um, why, yes, yes, um, uh, Miss Phobia, yes, um, uh, go to Anne's room. See that she's dressed and brought down here. Yes, Doctor. I'll go. I was a little suspicious of you, Mr. Frantic, so I looked you up in the file. This ward of yours... Everything is strictly legal so far as Miss Nisha is concerned. Is it? 
Five years ago, you falsely convinced her mother that the girl was mentally deranged. When the girl's mother died... You have nothing on me. If Lisa is not my patient, I am merely her guardian. I have no patient. My assistant and I are the only people in this house beside the girl. We'll let a judge and jury decide all that, Mr. Frantic. Right now, I... Why are you looking at me like that? You are mistaken about me, Mr. Tracy. Mistaken. No. I'm You are not going to arrest me. I'm your friend. Your friend. My friend. I don't understand. You don't remember why you came here, Mr. Tracy. That's right, you see this. That's right. Right. It's very late. You never bother us now. But when he comes out of the train. You never come out of it, my dear Miss Fulvia. You never come out of it in this world. What about the girl and Nija? The girl? I am going to drive her mind down the long, dark corridor that leads to oblivion. And death. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember anything. Blondo. I remember. I remember 765, my test. Well, what's going to pay my test? More of a good doctor's work. We'll see about this. Well, Dr. Frantic, have you got what you want now? Not quite, my dear Miss Phobia. Uh, this treatment will have to be continued later, but uh, she's well on the road. <laughs> now we must get rid of those inquisitive people. How? <laughs> it would be most unfortunate if the house were to burn down, wouldn't it, Miss Phobia? Oh. Fire has a way of destroying all evidence. Come, take the girl and let us go. You're not going anywhere. Reach, what? Tracy, I thought you... Stay right where you are, Frantic. Don't move. Yes, you thought I'd been hypnotized. I let you believe that. Now stop! Stop, man! Now don't! Don't kill him! Come on! Well, if I did, it was too good for him. 
But now Ann Nietzsche will have a chance to lead a normal life. Come on, Miss Phobia. I'm taking you to headquarters. Vitamin could have done was to go out there to rescue. It was a matter for the police. I know, Tracy. But Big Alonzo couldn't find you. I was down in the files looking up this so-called Dr. Frantic. Well, of course, Vitamin had no way of knowing that. Where is he, by the way? The reason I came over here this morning was to read the riot act to him. Did I hear Tracy in here? Oh, hello, Vitamin. I want to have a little talk with you. Do you, old gumshoe? What about? What about? About your getting mixed up in things which concern only the police. Why, I ought to... Oh, the door. I'll get it, Milan. Coming. Uh, contain yourself, my fine fellow. I said I was coming. Yes? I'm the gas man. I come to read the meter. Who? Gas man, gas man. I got to read the meter. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Yes, doctor. No, doctor. Yes, doctor. No, doctor. Yes, doctor. No, doctor. <laughs> Maestro, let's have that theme again. Ah, that does it. That lets everybody know that Tootsie Rolls are coming back on candy counters all over America. That big nickel-sized Tootsie Roll is just as chewy, just as chocolatey, just as delicious as ever. All those good, wholesome ingredients that go into Tootsie Rolls receive extra special care in the Tootsie Roll candy kitchen. And when you buy a Tootsie Roll at your favorite candy counter, you get a candy treat that can't be beat. That chewy, chocolatey Tootsie Roll will really tickle your taster. It tastes so delicious. It's... Gee, I wonder if Maestro Ray Carter can say it with music. Size Tootsie Roll is delicious. Ah, thanks, Ray. That does it. That lets everybody know that the big nickel size Tootsie Roll is a peach tickling treat that can't be beat. Headquarters, safety speaking. Oh, yes, Sergeant McGuire. What? You saw Deuce's wild? But you couldn't have. She was executed last night. I don't care what Deuce has said about coming back. He's dead. What? No, don't do anything. This looks serious. I'll be right over. What's this? Deuce's wild returned from the dead? An executed man who comes back to wreak vengeance on the people who sent him there? Sound exciting? It's all yours for the listening next Saturday, same time, same station, when Tootsie Rolls, America's best-known candy, presents America's best-known detective, Dick Tracy, in the case of the man who died twice. Featuring a vitamin print heart, Judge Lonsome, Fuse is Wild, and... 
an old saw cop. Dick Tracy is based on the nationally known comic strip created by Chester Gould. Dick Tracy is written for radio by Sidney Sloan and directed by Mitchell Grace. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. Welcome back. Well, that was something. It's not a particularly good episode. Both the writing and the acting don't quite work. It's just very over the top. Not in a way that was funny. And I don't know how I feel about Crowley as Dick Tracy. It does feel like a downgrade from Ned Weaver. Plus, I did not like the fact that when he was... Uh, called out, you know, uh, the suggestion the police weren't acting quickly enough. Tracy threw it back on him and said, well, we wouldn't have to find it if you could keep track of your own patients, which wasn't very professional. Now, it was a little bit ironic that this plot involved a character having amnesia because uh, in Snowflake's uh, backstory, she uh, had amnesia and then was manipulated through hypnosis and other things uh, in the comic strip uh, in order to get her to play a part in a badger scam. And she fell in love with Vitamin Flintheart, who was actually a much older gentleman. It's definitely a sort of May-September uh, relationship. Her character was a relatively recent uh, addition to Dick Tracy in the comic strip. Uh, this episode from January 46th, uh, she was introduced in 44, so uh, within probably about a year and a half. Uh, so it does show, I think, that she was popular in the comic strip, and so much so that the radio program tried to keep pace with that. Now, Matt Crowley, the star of the program, uh, has a pretty long history in old-time radio. I couldn't find any, like, biographical uh, sketch of him. Uh, however, uh, Crowley was probably best known for being the first actor to play Jungle Jim over the radio. In addition, he was the star of the Mark Trail radio series and was one of the actors who starred in Casey Crime Photographer uh, before Stats Cotsworth uh, took over the role. So a pretty long resume. I don't know how he fits as a Dick Tracy or if this was just a really bad script. We'll find out next week. Uh, we'll have, of course, another chance as Tracy. I do want to go ahead and take a moment, though, and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Kate, Patreon supporter since August, currently supporting us at the rookie level of $2 or more per month. Now, a show announcement. I've already mentioned that uh, we'll be bringing you O'Hara in two weeks. So we only have two episodes of O'Hara. So in four weeks, we're going to be playing the Australian version of the Fat Man. So that is... Uh, coming up in four weeks. And that's actually all for today. Join us back here tomorrow for The Man Called X. And on Saturday, we'll be premiering Indictment, so be sure and listen to that. 
Uh, in the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. <laughs>